Hello, everyone. I'm Ethan. And I'm Owen. And this is the Ollie and Goldstein in the morning. First, we would like to begin by acknowledging that we are on the traditional land of the Wampanoag people and the Nauset people, who first occupied the Massachusetts land. Thanks, Ethan. That seems like a pretty important thing to acknowledge. The strange thing is, is that most people don't know which native people lived on the land they now live and work on, or how that land came to be held by the so-called Americans that occupy it today. Well, funnily enough, that's exactly what we're here to talk about this morning. With that being said, let's get right into the podcast. I wanna find the whole thing upside down. I'll find the things they say just can't be found. I'll share this love I found with everyone. Today, we are going to talk about Massachusetts colony slave trade, which started when the Puritans made one of the original 13 colonies in the U.S. in 1629. The roughly 1,000 Puritans wanted to purify the Church of England and then return home with a new and improved religion. The Puritans had left England because they didn't agree with the Church of England and they wanted to practice their own faith. Massachusetts colony had a Puritan form of government and it was mostly self-governing. Massachusetts Bay was created by a charter from King Charles I, which accidentally allowed the colony to set up their own government. Of course, that led to John Winthrop becoming the governor of the Massachusetts colony. The Massachusetts Bay colony was a Puritan theocracy, and non-Puritans like Quakers, Catholics, and others were forced out of Boston and the surrounding regions. Anyone who didn't believe or agree with the Puritan lifestyle were driven out. Violently. The Massachusetts colony's landscape included tree filled mountains, lots of hills, rocky soil, and many rivers. Massachusetts coast is jagged because it's surrounded by the cold Atlantic Ocean and the climate, including long, cold winters and mild summers. Because of these conditions, the initial economy depended on shipbuilding, lumber trade, fishing, and fur. Furs were essential to the people's survival and they were mostly made of coyote, deer, raccoon, and bears. We'd like to tell you about seven people who were involved in the establishment of the Massachusetts Bay Colony. One was John Winthrop. He was born into a wealthy family on January 12, 1588, and he died March 26, 1649. He was an English Puritan lawyer and also served as governor for 12 years in the Massachusetts Colony. He resisted attempts to widen voting rights to include more people. John Cotton was born on December 4, 1585 in Derby, UK, and died December 23, 1662 in good old Boston, Massachusetts. He was considered the preeminent minister and theologian of the Massachusetts Bay Colony. He was also an influential New England Puritan leader who served principally as a teacher of the First Church of Boston. Anne Hutchinson was born in July of 1591 in Alfred, England, and died August 20, 1643, in New Netherland. She was a Puritan spiritual advisor and religious reformer in Massachusetts. She challenged the male-dominated religious authorities of the time and was considered one of the earliest American feminists. Hutchinson was tried by the general court and interrogated by Governor John Winthrop. Hutchinson was found guilty of heresy and and was banished. She was later killed in 1643 
in a massacre by the Native Americans. Anne Bradstreet was born March 20, 1612, in Northampton, England, and died September 16, 1672, in North Andover, Massachusetts. She was an English poet and was the first writer in England's North American colonies to be published. Her most memorable poem was The Tenth Muse. Peter Faneuil and Thomas Oliver were both slave owners and who lived in Massachusetts for a good portion of their lives. Fran Faneuil was a colonial merchant and traded many more slaves. Oliver was born into a wealthy family that owned slaves. Once, he moved with his, once Oliver moved with his wife to Massachusetts, he became the last royal lieutenant governor of the province of Massachusetts Bay. In total, Thomas Oliver enslaved 206 people. Ethan, can you believe the emotional and physical hardship that all of those 206 people had to go through? I know, Owen. It's quite absurd. Let's now talk about a hero and not a villain. Frederick Douglass was born in February of 1818 in Talbot County, Maryland, and died February 20th, 1895 in Washington, D.C. He was an American social reformer, abolitionist, and writer. After escaping from slavery in Maryland, he became a, a national leader of the abolitionist movement in Massachusetts and New York. Douglas was a strong believer that all people should be equal and wrote many anti-slavery autobiographies about his time as a slave. Wow, and that's about all the time we got left, folks. On behalf of the Ollie and Goldstein cast and crew, we're, we're live, live from, from Concord. Concord. It's, it's Friday, Friday morning. morning.